Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right. Good morning, Josie. Thanks for joining me on Meeting of the Minds. Um, you know, again, this is Jake Hunter, uh, the general manager for Wrestling Mindset. Josie, I want to start. Just tell us a little bit about you and your background within the sport, uh, and then we'll kind of jump into a few different topics about uh, mindset and you know how it impacts young ladies and the women that are starting to get involved with this sport. Okay. Well, my name is Jocelyn Buck, and people usually call me Josie. And basically, I'm just a simple mom um, who has a daughter who is eight years old and she wrestles um, and she's a beast on the mat. Uh, how I started basically is um, I did start doing jujitsu first and then prior to doing jujitsu, well, I did, I competed in jujitsu and then in order for me to um, excel in that for my competition, I took some wrestling sessions and um, while at the same time, my daughter was also doing jujitsu and um, she got interested in doing wrestling. So then because of that, she was she fell in love with wrestling and um, seeing that she loves it so much. Um, I saw that spark in her eyes, you know, and um, and I saw an, um, a lot of girls in our Actually, I didn't see a lot of girls in our club. There was only one girl, which was our coach's um, stepdaughter. Her name is Maya, and is who is now my daughter's best friend. So then, when my daughter um, got interested on it, they became such close friends, you know. And so I was like, "Well, you know what? There should be more girls in our club." So um, that's how I really got into it even more. Where okay, you know, we gotta get wrestling girls wrestling out there. And social media basically was like the bridge, like basically where it needs to be out there, you know, not just um, not just word of mouth, but using the social media in it. And so um, one of the admin at the social media, um, which is the wrestling girl, the wrestle girl, and then also um, wrestle like a girl and also um, women's wrestling uh, breaking the stereotype, um, they basically approached me and see if I would like to be the admin. And so anything that has come to do with wrestling, I share it. And which to me, it's really 
really um, encouraging because because I see or I I see first things of how the girls wrestling is growing from you know like just for me taking over or just being the admin recently like you know South Dakota being sanctioned and then just yesterday you know um, the high school in um, Nebraska you know that just getting taken care of it's like it's 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 amazing that the fact that the girls get to wrestle and I see the struggle that my daughter gets into whenever time she wrestles but when she wins that match or even when she loses like it breaks my heart when she loses but when I see her fight with all her heart it's like man and yet at the at the end of the day she loves it I'm like hey that's a win for me. So that's how I really got into it. It's really all about my daughter and then to see all the rest of the girls that wants to do the wrestling, wants to wrestle, but then there's a, um, they're holding back because of how the society sees it for them. Right. Yeah. And I, I think we kind of look at the mental side of the sport as very similar. Um, a lot of times I think in our society, we don't view mental health or the mental side of sports or performance as as significant, or we see it as like, you know, the softer side. And so we've kind of tried to do the same thing with, you know, the mental side of the sport is, is show the prevalence of it, uh, its importance across every level. And the way the best wrestlers, whether it's a Jordan Burroughs or a Kyle Snyder, right, a Helen Morales, right, that the mental side is just as important to them as it is for, you know, a youth that's starting out. Um, you know, so when it comes to like the mental side, you know, women's wrestling is – I'm not going to say brand new, but like it's preeminence as, as a really rapidly growing sport really has come about in the last just few years. Um, I mean, in, when I was in high school, you know, I grew up in, in Missouri. I only remember um, w- one major girl that was, you know, not just wrestling, but like was very successful as well. I, she was a couple times state place winner, uh, actually in one of my younger brother's brackets, uh, Randy Belts, who actually made Final X a couple years ago. Um, you know, but when we look at, you know, young women that are wrestling, do you think the mental side of the sport is the same as it is for the boys? Or do you think it's, it's different? Or do you think there's like an added element that uh, maybe the, the young men don't have to? Actually, it's not the same. Um, because wrestling, it's a, in the world, it's actually a boys sports, you know? Um, and my daughter has experienced it where when she gets into a match, I've heard it with the boys. In fact, one of the tournaments where she did, um, my daughter was at, my son is at, my husband rather, was recording him on one of the match. And one of the boys was like, oh, she's easy. You know, he can take him down or, um, you know, you know, she's, she's going to get pinned, you know. And the boys didn't know that my husband was right next to them you know, and, and so, uh, like I said, a lot of times, um, you know, wrestling is, it's a men, you know, dominant uh, type of sports. And so with my daughter as for it's so because I've never competed in wrestling. So that's the reason why I'm referring more to my daughter, because I've seen, you know, I've seen her more with her experience. Um, It's really tougher for more for girls, because there are little boys talking about her putting her down or um 
even unfortunately, there are some parents that are like that, you know, um, they talk to their kids and say, you know, um, she's a girl, she's going to be easy. So, and yet they underestimate my daughter. And, you know, I'm, I tell my daughter, I said, hey, unfortunately, there are, they're going to say this and they're going to say that. But what I want you to do is to do your best. I said, do you practice hard when you go out there? Just do your thing. And I say, you know what? Give it your all. Win or lose, give it your all. And just, you know, don't mind about what other people say, you know. And for boys, you know, because wrestling for them, it seems like it's more of um, like their muscles kind of type of thing. You know, a lot of times with girls from my observation is the girls, like they, they're good at with their technique. You know what I mean? Like for my observation with my daughter, it's like, she's so tiny. My daughter is, um, she's eight years old, but she's only... 50 pounds but she's quick and she's very technique that makes she's very technical and um in her mind even though she's small she calls herself small but mighty mm. you know what I mean um so at the end of the day still to this day even though women's wrestling is growing rapidly the world still sees that wrestling is men's sport and not women's sport or not an equal sports, you know? So um, hopefully one day they see, they will see that, Hey, wrestling is an equal sports. Um, and I'm seeing that slowly, but surely, you know, in some places and, um, but yeah, so that's my thought about that. Yeah, no. And I think it definitely can be true. You know, it's, and, and every athlete is going to deal with, you know, certain very common mental struggles at some point in their career. Um, and, you know, it may just be at different times of their career earlier the, or the language that gets used. Um, I know we, we try to talk about one, you know, for those young men or those parents, what I would recommend is, you know, we always talk about approaching every match the same. Like mm -hmm. I want to I prepare and I want to try to compete against everybody as if they're you know, in many ways, identical. I'm not going to try to like wrestle harder against good kids or wrestle worse against um, kids that I don't think are as good. You know, you shouldn't wrestle a girl different than a boy because otherwise you're setting yourself up for that, you know, that inconsistent performance. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, and like one of the ways I, you'll hear coaches talk about it is people that wrestle to their competitions level, right? So maybe they went three, two, but they went three, two against everybody, maybe the best in the state all the way down to like, you know, the, the average and mediocre. And that would be a danger for those young men to fall into and those parents if that's what how they're 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 speaking to their you know their sons. Um and on the on the girl side, you know, mentally it is a struggle when you got negative mm -hmm. vibes and voices around you. And you know, it's one of those things about the sport that I think makes it a really strong positive for you know young people to become great individuals and great adults is their ability to be able to slough off and not hear those voices, not let that negativity pull them down. But it, it's definitely difficult at a young age to have to face that. You know, I remember at times, you know, that there gets to be talk around different wrestlers as you start to, you know, compete, you know, for you know state championships or go to nationals or whatnot. But like that probably didn't show up in my own career till I was, I don't know, 10, 12, 14. You know, so hearing that it's happening at a very much younger age with, with girls would be a very difficult thing for, 
you know, young young lady to deal with, especially when she's already wrestling, you know, a bunch of boys because, you know, girls wrestling is growing. I know, you know, Missouri, where I'm from, now has a girls' state tournament. I was it was actually pretty cool. Uh, my my old high school has never won a state championship in wrestling. They won their first state championship, you know, in women's wrestling, which you know was a was a cool moment for us to see the the growth. Because when I was in high school, I don't think there'd ever been a female wrestler on the team whatsoever. And now for them to be able to feel the team that could win state was pretty pretty amazing. Um, you know, I wanted to add something though. I, sure. At the end of the day, though, I would say the girls, um, the way the the way that they think themselves, at the end of the day, it has to come from how their upbringing is, how their coaches or how their parents, you know, um, think of themselves. You know, um, my daughter has a great coach. You know, he doesn't like put them down or. Um, he just tells them, hey, do the best that you can. Or here we are, we're training, we're, we're practicing here. Practice as hard as you can. Or, you know, he doesn't degrade them. And the same way here at my house, you know, we do our best to, to teach my daughter that, hey, you know what? You, you got to do the best that you can. And it's, it's, it's like instead of you putting, like, there's, a, there's always going to be, um, like you said, there's always going to be people talking about you you know um about you know in, in your mind and, and basically there's always going to be negative that's going to be said about you though the saying where what was that saying where it says um words will never hurt you it does it does hurt you know and it's it's a funny saying when we were young but then as i'm growing up i'm like Dude, those words does hurt. It gets stuck into your mind, gets stuck into your heart, and and all of a sudden it becomes you, you know. So it it does matter on how you speak to them. And so I'm very careful. I try. I'm not gonna say I'm perfect, but as a mom, I try to be careful on how I speak to my daughter, um, so that when she grows older, she'll have that confidence. And thankfully, my my daughter is very confident in herself. Um, I don't know if I mentioned to you, but my daughter does jujitsu, and she did a a, um, a what we call a super fight where she did a in a ring. And um, with gi or without gi? Huh? Did she use? Is that with the gi or without the? No, gi? she did a no gi. Okay. okay. Um, she did a no gi, and so um, she was, uh, she did that, and um, and she was like, it was it was a pretty uh tough competition when she did that and she was like not today I said what what I said what was going through your head because it was a tough competition and she was like not today and she was really speaking to herself that not today I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose today or I'm gonna win today and so to her when when she trains herself that way I'm like I'm so proud of her because I'm I'm learning from her you know like it's funny how we should teach our kids, but at the end, we're also being taught by our, from our kids. So, yeah, you 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 can learn from everybody around you, um, yeah. even if it's hard to get a break from. <laughs> kids are always always needing you, no matter what. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot lot there. I think is really important. One, you know, I, I love your husband husband's persistence of like, you know, just focus on you know doing your best, working hard. You know, we always try to talk a lot more about performance over outcome. You know, I think when we put 
the outcome as the only thing that is of importance to us. Like, oh, I got to win. I got to win. I got to win. You know, we put that extra pressure on ourselves. And, you know, anybody that's done competitive sports, you know, can tell you sometimes you lose a match, but it is kind of a win in your mind because of you had a great performance against a great opponent. You know, and I've often highlighted in one of my matches at Fargo, uh, I got beat, but I had been dominated and pinned by that wrestler three months before at Cadet Duels. And then I turned around and lost 3-1. And, you know, the, the, the growth across those months, you know, made it feel like a win to me, right? The fact that I was able to go from, you know, really being crushed to, like, being in the match, getting the first takedown, you know, that growth and performance is what we should be chasing. Because if you're mm-hmm. continually performing well, the wins are going to come. You know, and if I don't, but if I focus on those wins, it gets really, really, it fills people with pressure, right? To feel like they have to win rather than just go score points, you know, go, go wrestle hard, go try new moves. And in the long run, that's, what's going to create the, you know, I think the strongest wrestlers. It's true because I've seen a lot of tournaments where um, I've witnessed where a lot of parents, they, they get disappointed when their kids is not placed. Uh, or doesn't receive any, you know, medals. Um, and I've seen my my kids, because I also have a son who wrestles, I've seen my kids get disappointed when they don't get medals. And so, um, and I, I make, I wonder myself if I put pressure on them or my, you know, I'm like, I, I hope I'm not pressuring on them. And I look at them that, you know what, I'm not upset or I tell him, I'm not upset if he didn't place. What I get upset is if you go out there and you didn't give your hundred percent and you went out there and you're lazy and you didn't, you know, you didn't wrestle the way that you're supposed to wrestle Mm -hmm. because you know how you're supposed to wrestle, even in practice. Cause, um, when they're in practice, I do the best that I can to stay and watch them practice. And, um, they they know that I don't like it when they lazy practice. That's what I call it, mm-hmm. um, because I know that they can practice better. And so and I and I said it's it's not about the medal. Yeah, I'll be proud. And like I would I, who whose parent that doesn't want their kids to place right? Right. But, right. I, but but at the end of the day, I'm like, I think you could have done better if that was really really your best. But if I see that that wasn't really your best, then then why why did you even decide to compete if you didn't even give your best? So that's that's me. That's all I. That's what I am. Um, like you said, it's performance than achievement. Yeah, no, I would agree entirely. You know, I, I was very lucky. I had a very. My mom was a a three sport college athlete. Actually, she lettered in track, cross country, and basketball. And so I was lucky. I had a very strong female supporter. You know uh, that that helped push me. And I, I think it's one of the things I love about women wrestling becoming so much more commonplace and stronger is like, you know, the role of a, of, of a mother that's helping young, young people, whether they're boys or girls, you know, drive themselves towards, you know, that achievement and that hard work is I think really, really powerful. And, um, you know, it's just going to bring the numbers to our sport that I think we all need and love. Um, you know, Wrestling is uh, always a sport that is kind of passed down from, you know, and traditionally like father to son or, you know, older brother to younger brother, uncle to nephew and having women in the mix and daughters in the mix. I think it it could just build a lot of strong relationships and, 
you know, spread all those life lessons that have helped young men for so long, you know, in, you know, uh, the, with more young girls, right? Um, I think that is going to be a huge, huge boon, not just to our sport, but to, you know, our community and to, you know, our country. I think that's going to be really important. Now, as far as moving forward with girls wrestling, um, you know, what are some of the obstacles as far as like the sport in general? Um, so zoom out a little bit from like a personal focus. What are some of the obstacles that still need to be overcome by like the community for women's wrestling to really grow as it should and really become as prominent as it should? Well, as you can tell right now, we're in this pandemic. Right? <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, um, I am, it's like, we really want to start practicing and mm-hmm. it, it's, the reality of it that you know most of the wrestlers in our community are not as motivated to practice or to drill you know and so I'm really hoping that um, that we can there would be a way that we can drill and we can practice you know and so what I've um, recently what um, I've been doing with my daughter is um, Tamira, Tamira Mishak's talk. She's been offering like free uh, workout sessions. And so when, when she started doing that recently, we had um, sessions with my daughter and she fell in love with it. And so I, what we have been doing as well in our club is uh, we would record a, um, a drill that I would post in our private, um, in our private account group group uh, account on Facebook. So I think for now, because of what's going on, is just we're just gonna have to do the best that we can to be interactive. Whether it's, uh, unfortunately social distancing, you know, um, to drill the best that we can um, and call on each other talk to each other, you know, um, and then at the same time, um, encourage each other, you know, um, as far as women's wrestling. And I read an article yesterday from USA Wrestling, you know, it's not as if it's going to grow. It's, it's, we're not, it's not, it's not that it's not going to grow. It's, it's just on pause, you know, and that's how it is with wrestling as well. There's a lot of not normal we're in this situation right now in our in our society what's going on but um i'm hopeful and praying that it's gonna you know um we're gonna go back to normal where we get to wrestle again not where we're gonna be six feet apart how are you gonna wrestle six feet apart how 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 can you get wrestled six feet apart you know It'll so, become an um, interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, I think that's that's the only way we can do. I'm mean, seeing a lot of um, coaches actually been doing Zoom meetings, offering that um, drilling, and then at the same time, um, offering a lot of um, clinics everywhere that I've been seeing on Facebook. That's pretty awesome, and so. So far, that's how we can do. And also, I've seen a lot of um, from U.S. recently the USA Wrestling. I have offered like um, uh, games on on USA Wrestling. You know, informations that can bring in um, 
to a lot of the wrestlers, you know, getting giving information to them while we're in this situation, you know, um, just thinking positive. Because honestly, when we don't have any social interaction, and that mind of us just goes everywhere. Mental health is so important. The things that we see, the things that we read, the things that are not surrounding us does affect on what we think. And when we're alone, it's um, it's not good. I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. And right now is definitely a struggle. Um, you know, the coaches that I'm in close contact with, you know, guys like you know Jay Rock down at Rock of Ages and and um, Kenneth Square, PA, or David Morgan out in Detroit, or um, you know Lewis Baker right outside of Philadelphia. They're doing lots of Zoom meetings. They're posting lots of yeah. content. They're posting lots of uh, workouts. And one of the things that made me realize is one, the difference from when I started wrestling and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 31, I'm still a pretty young, young guy, but, um, you know, me growing up, it was like, I was wrestling in total isolation compared to what athletes have now, you know, going to, you know, Clinton youth club in Missouri and like, you know, you'd see other youth clubs when you go to tournaments, but like there was no connectedness across the country. And like, I really feel like at a time like that, if we would have had a pandemic, there would have been almost zero ways for anybody to do what we're doing now. Helping yeah. people need to grow. And like to see the community rise up and so many people be like, even if we're stuck at home, wrestling's not over. Mm-hmm. It's kind of this amazing thing to see the community start to create so much content and see coaches that are so dedicated and athletes that are so dedicated that nobody wants to stop, even in the midst of this shelter in place, stay at home order, um, as I think is a pretty amazing moment to see the strength and the, um, the fervor, which so many in our community hold. Um, and I think it's, I think it is definitely great. Yeah. And then even like, uh, Sally Roberts from wrestle like a girl, even though we're in this pandemic, she's still working so hard for, um, the states that are not sanctioned yet that she's still working so hard for these states to be sanctioned. You know what I mean? And like South Dakota in the middle of pandemic that got sanctioned, you know, now she's working for Nebraska to be sanctioned. So back then, because the fact that we don't have any internet, now we have internet, we have all this technology to get things done, even though physically we cannot do wrestling, we, you know, so physically we can't do wrestling, but you know, um, with the internet and everything that's being, the resources that is being provided for us because of how the community is working together so that wrestling can still keep going. Um, social distancing, you know, we're just going to have to do what we're going to have to do. Complain, yes, that's fine. But I always tell my kids, that, you know, my, my kids, it's like we're always going to be in a situation, um, but it's how we respond to that situation that matters you know like you're gonna complain about it then what are you gonna do mm-hmm. you're gonna pout or are you gonna respond in a positive way yeah are you I- gonna are you gonna continue in that mode where oh gonna complain and join that you know negative people or are you gonna join in the positive people where you're just gonna make it better for yourself and join in that community to be to be positive you know and and, and that's what I always try to teach my kids. And um, that's how um, 
I want to live my life and I want to set an example for my kids. Um, it, let me just share something, something positive here in our, in our community. I live in Saborita, um, Arizona. I don't know if you know, <laughs> that's like 20 miles south of, our, of Tucson. Arizona is actually one of the states I've never been to. Oh my gosh, you need to come over. The, south, the, south, the Southwest I've completely missed. I've been in a lot of random places for wrestling, but the Southwest United States is not one of them. That's definitely got to be on my list. Oh, it's actually beautiful. I, I'm telling you, in 2010, when I moved here, people say, oh my gosh, you're going to be in a desert? It's going <laughs> to be hot. You know, but uh, we've been here since 2010 and I've come to love it. There's actually green and I've experienced snow. I've experienced warm weather, cold weather. Um, anyway, so um, one of the things that I wanted to just share with you in our community is that to kind of um, give positive vibe in our community was, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, kids have birthdays that are coming up, you know. So for the month of April and May, um, a lady in our community set up this called birthday parade. Mm -hmm. And my son actually got to experience that. So these, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? People that we don't even know in our community, they would, um, they basically rode, they, they set a parade and drove in our neighborhood and they gave my kid, my son, I'm sorry, I'm about to cry because my, my you could have seen my son's face, but they give my son gifts. They don't even know my son, but to mm -hmm. see my son's, face lit up, you know, out of the goodness of their hearts. I mean, that's a positive thing that a community does, you know? So those are the type of people that I want my kids to see. And those are the type of people we should be, you know, because it, like I said earlier, situations in our life will always come, but it is how we react from that situation that will define who you are, you know? Yeah, no, and we, we always look at that as, as predator mindset versus prey mindset. You know, mm -hmm. predator mindset is that idea of like, you know, what can I can control in a situation rather than worrying about what I can't. Mm -hmm. If I limit myself, you know, towards, you know, in a match, all right, I'm down by one. I could think about being down by one or I could just think about getting that escape yeah. takedown. We're in a pandemic. We're either going to find a way to strengthen our community or let it get yes. weak. We're going to mm -hmm. find a way to get better or we're going to let ourselves get worse. Yes. Um, and like... Those are things that right now we can be working on, you know, and that's like one of the things our program is big on is like, you know, creating those individuals that think positively. And, you know, there's certain techniques that can be utilized on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that over time increase that mental ability to regardless of what happens, be able to find the positive. Right. And I always think about, you know, there's certain individuals that we all meet that like, no matter what happens, they always find the silver lining. They always find a way to make that rainy day fun, right? They find a way to make that, that, um, that injury, something that you can use to actually improve. And we should seek to become those individuals, you know, in our, our, you know, I was, I was reading a little bit on the mind and our brain filters out over 99% of the information that we receive from the world. And that one, less than 1% that we actually caught and consciously recognize is either going to be tinted positive or negative based on what we do on a daily basis. And so this is one of those times that like something like mindset training or, you know, um, can be really powerful because even though we can't wrestle, I can still be training my mind to improve, um, which is why we've been, you know, doing these meetings, you know, uh, we've 
kind of gone into overdrive doing these meetings, you know, trying to reach out to new individuals, new teams to work with, because this is a great time, not just to build a positive mindset, but also to help make sure athletes and teams aren't falling into bad mental health situations, um, which, like you said, when we're isolated, that has a tendency to happen. All right. Well, before we finish up, is there any last messages or um, just anything else that you'd like to share with us before we, uh, we, we finish it and start our days? Um, actually, you know, I think it's just, a, I would say that, you know, to a lot of, um, you know, our, our moms and parents, dads, and also wrestlers, young girls out there, and even, you know, young boys out there, is that I know it's tough. It's really, really tough. We're in a tough situation. You can't wrestle, physically wrestle. You can't do the things that you were able to do in the past couple of months, but don't give up, you know, just because we're, we can't physically wrestle, it doesn't mean wrestling is done, you know, it's not. This is just temporary, you know, um, you can still wrestle, you can wrestle at home, find our resources that are provided for you, um, social media, internet. Even call call your coach, call your teammates. I'm sure they want to be, you know, they want to meet up with you Zoom way, I guess. You know, um, find a way. Don't be stagnant. Don't be lazy. You know, I know that lazy is a is a negative word, but you know, um, keep moving, keep moving because once wrestling season start, once it starts, you guys don't want to be back on the mat and be tired and be like, oh my gosh, why did I, why didn't I, why didn't I move while the pandemic was going on, you know, and be encouraged. We're in just a temporary situation and parents keep encouraging your kids. They love the sports, continue to support them, continue to encourage them and, you know, love on them. So thank you so much for this time. Well, thanks for waking up extra early, 6, 6 a.m. on uh, West Coast time. I appreciate you uh, starting up early. But keep up the great work. I've been loving the content I'm seeing on the on the different social media pages. I, it's, I think it's, it's really important for us to spread that there is so much good going on in the world, especially when it comes to, to women's wrestling and its growth. And there's so many examples of young ladies that are just, you know, just pushing the sport to a new place. And I think that's what it's going to take, um, you know, it's – just like I look at wrestling, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. The sport of wrestling is either going to get better or it's going to get worse. And I really think a big part of that improvement is going to come with this new push from so many you know, mothers, uh, former female wrestlers, and young, young uh, women that want to get involved and, and partake of this sport, which has been very influential in my life and the lives of so many others. And I'm just glad that we can open that up um, and, you know, I would – insist with the wrestling community that you know look look at what you're doing to promote women's wrestling in your area whether it's at your youth club or your middle school or your high school and you know think about whether it's enough or not you know and it's going to take a lot of really strong leaders to help us transition into a sport that is equitable and that is i, I mean I don't, I don't know when it would be that we're, it's ever going to be a 50 50 participation but the goal should be as many numbers on both sides as possible and if yeah. women's wrestling becomes more popular than men's wrestling, let's make that happen. That's good for the sport, you know. So, yeah. Um, so that's actually 
hopefully, you know, maybe 50-50 or 100%, but hey, whatever works, right? We're here to help each other. That's right. Well, thanks so much for jumping on with me and uh, I'll talk with you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.